0: Listen, okay, Mm. that was my first time ever on something like that, so we were rehearsing and I was slipping, I was falling all over the place, like it was, it was dangerous, and then they was like, they were trying to control the speed, and it was too fast sometimes, so I'm like all over the place, and heels. it was a mess, okay, but we got it, and thank God it came out right, because I was nervous the entire time. Fierce, fierce, fierce. I love this podcast. Fierce. Fierce. Weather. Fierce. food, Fierce. This weather.
1: Hello. 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 For the final time this season on EW's Quick Drag Podcast, I'm Joey Nolfi. And you might have noticed, we didn't have any sound effects in our intro. We didn't have any crazy recording locations. Today, as they say on RuPaul's Drag Race on the last episode, it's just Family. It's just me and Jillian Closet here to recap the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8 finale. Jillian, how are you Am feeling? I here
2: or do I get to introduce myself or was <laughs> yes, that Yes, you
1: do. Oh, look at us. Our first mistake – <laughs> we're fully improvising this, by the way. Um, Jillian, yes. Pretend I didn't say that and introduce yourself, please.
2: <laughs> Wait, did you say who you were? Yes. Okay. And you said your job? I,
1: my job is I – mean- <laughs> drag race minion
2: (laughs) okay and i'm jillian cedarholm ew's (laughs) news director and i've secretly known what the fame games were this
1: whole time oh my gosh okay would you care to give me a full breakdown nope (laughs) 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 well thankfully something that was not kept to herself rupaul finally revealed who the winner is of all stars eight
2: shocking shocking
1: reveal Canada is the winner, Jimbo. I know. I heard Jillian um, has a personal war against the country of Canada. If you heard that little exhale. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) There there are two places that Jillian, um, Jillian Closet, will never establish herself. Pittsburgh and Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you have nothing to add on that. We're not,
2: we're not getting in time. I'm not getting in a war with <laughs> with Canadians. I gladly get into a war with people who live in the suburbs outside of Pittsburgh, though.
1: Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Well, we are here to celebrate all things Canada and Jimbo um, because Jimbo is our winner. And Candy Muse, who had a lovely, lovely, lovely run this season, gave us some great television, was our runner-up. I think the only queen outside of Uh, raven who has been the runner-up twice which is i mean as candy told us in our exclusive interview that we did i went to the uh filming of when they found out who won in new york city and i did an exclusive interview with candy we also interviewed jimbo um and candy said that she's in good company with raven because raven won an emmy for doing rupaul's makeup so that is staying power so all the best to Candy. Candy has
2: won the show and Emmy in her own ways.
1: That is true. Actually, that is true. So this is Emmy number two coming for Candy Muse. But I think this finale, it was um, – what's the right word? It was outside of the fact that I loved that we also got the Eliminated Queens coming back again. I think it was really great. We've gotten multiple Queens coming back for multiple episodes even after they were eliminated. Um I thought the musical number with all of them was really cute, but it felt like a, a little bit of like an understated finale to me. Did mm-hmm. you feel the same way?
2: Yeah, I really liked seeing everyone back, but I think the fact that we already had them back, it took a little bit away from the novelty of that and then made it more apparent that we were not getting like a full reunion <laughs> where we were getting to yeah. you know have, live through this drama. Like the workroom, I was like, okay, this will be fun to just see everybody in the workroom and then- mm-hmm. It was, but it just felt like there was a lot of a lot cut out that probably could be yeah. exciting.
1: There were some quick jabs um, that I really liked when Naisha, I mean, there's literally nothing at stake. And Naisha is like, James, hold on a oh, second. You shouldn't have won the variety show, yes. which was no incredible. Tino Shade. <laughs> no Tino Shade. And then James threw it back to her, which was so funny. Yeah. I, and that was the
2: next, that would have been the next day, right? The James yeah. callback. So that I really right. liked
1: that. Mm hmm. And I think that the, the the I liked that we got to see all of the Eliminated Queens back on the runway too. I think they did this in All Stars 5 as well. They brought them all back and they got to wear their finale outfits mm-hmm. um, on the runway one last time. So I love seeing that. I will say, and I told you this, um, I have received to the, all the people that I've told this, I've received various levels of surprise or pushback when i say this but i think alexis michelle on this runway is the best anybody has looked on the runway all season i think it was the best look of the season the only thing i would have changed is the hair color i think the hair color was too similar to the dress it was like off enough that it looked odd i either would have gone blonde or maybe even black hair with that but i think hers and kahana's best looks
2: I mean I I think I disagree on the hair color cuz I thought that her face and like her her face looked beautiful. I think the only thing to me is when I saw it I was like I you know not in a rude notino no shade it looked like Jinx Monsoon cosplay but I did yeah. watch this episode while covering Comic-Con so maybe that was just in my head. <laughs> but I, I think she looked beautiful but I mean I don't know red is not my favorite gown color so it didn't like blow is me it away but I thought she looked beautiful but um, I mean, yeah. And she also came out right after Lala. So I was like, okay, Lala beautiful, beautiful red gowns. Yeah. Um, but I know Kahana is the one that really blew me away. Yeah, I think she, she was really great. was elevated from what she mm-hmm. had already shown us. Um, yeah. And and I thought hers was just really
1: yeah, all around beautiful. In terms of glow up. Yeah, I think we can agree that Kahana had the best overall glow up. Um, but I also do think that it's. Im- we should look back at Jimbo's glow up too. Um, I think that if you look at how Jimbo entered Canada's Drag Race season one, the makeup is definitely elevated. The looks are definitely elevated. The looks look more expensive. I mean, Jimbo was famously red for that one look that, I mean, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman said was not glamorous. And Jimbo was like, not glamorous at all. I mean, that to me is a good campy look that is also glamorous but i think it's just in a different class of what jimbo is doing now i think that every look that jimbo is putting out looks more expensive it doesn't look as sort of um what's the right word it doesn't look as i mean i don't mean homemade in a bad way i just think that jimbo did what jimbo had the means to do on canada's drag race season one and you can Mm -hmm. see what sort of success and money can do in elevating one's drag. And the same thing with Candy. I mean, Candy entered season 13 looking amazing in that mm-hmm. denim outfit with her little denim, denim uh, uh, boom box. But, I mean, so Candy has been looking right from day one on Drag Race. But this is just next level, what we saw from Candy this season too. And uh, I think Candy did an absolutely wonderful job. I think Jim- Jimbo did a wonderful job. But, yeah, going into this, I don't think it necessarily surprised any of us that Jimbo won. Um, so I don't know that there's much to say about that. But I do think we have a lot to say about the fame games, which yeah. Jillian still doesn't understand. Um, but hopefully this will bring closure. Uh, I do. We do have an interview with Lala coming up in this episode in which she reveals a lot of tea about two unused bag looks, bag tribute looks that she had ready for the season that didn't come together for various reasons. She also reveals who had the best fame games acceptance speech when they all filmed
2: it so that means that we stage. like the thing that we were laughing our asses Everybody's off playing, like thinking yes. there's no way they're gonna film every single one and then i was like well maybe they were like really shady and we're like oh we're just gonna film like maybe three or lala four of and you.
1: james no lala said that they filmed them all and um oh i God. won't say but she said that yeah there was some chaos and it was it's a really great interview because i think it's obvious when you're watching like Drag Race does the whole separate like YouTube crowning with Jimbo and Candy where Jimbo and Candy where Jimbo was hyperventilating like clearly did not know that she won. Uh, so I think it's pretty obvious that they do these things because obviously they didn't film the season and then do the fame games and fly all the queens back out there to in their looks to film just Lala winning. So
2: it's, yeah I mean it's they had obvious. even spoken on the on the episode of like oh we just did the fame game. So yeah I yeah. don't think it was even like worth trying to trick us um but that did kind of make it anticlimactic i think in the end when i mean on an all-star season is the only time you can do it where you're like showing the runner up packing up all their shit and untucked and then the winner coming in and saying something but it's like we know that they don't know at that point and it was just kind of like awkward to me
1: well i think you know again this is a, a lot of people again dragging me in the youtube comments on our recent interview um by saying that i do not like this season or, or that I'm no, you're uh, I have saying bad taste don't. that I have bad taste because I don't like this season. No, um,
2: no, no, no. You're saying you're saying it wrong. You love this season. Right. People are dragging you for that.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Right. All right, right. Um and I just think wrapping this season up, I stand by it. I think it's a great season. It gave us a lot of great moments, a lot of great looks, a lot of great glow-ups, drama, great TV from candy producer Muse and Jimbo, this iconic alliance that lasted through the whole season. I think it was a wonderful season, um, and it was really nice. I was actually in the audience as well at the. It was a non Drag Race affiliated event, but Candy and Jimbo um, co hosted an event with Milk from season six at and Suzanne Barch at a three dollar bill in Brooklyn, where they did a little crowning, and it was very emotional. Jimbo brought her mother and her her family there. Candy's sister was there. It was. A really emotional just sitting back watching this happen in the, you know, being surrounded by members of the community. Jimbo's mom got so emotional. Jimbo's mom got a little scepter. Candy got a scepter. It just felt like it was such a fun, cool moment. And I think there is a lot of enthusiasm for this season outside of the vacuum of social media that I sometimes get too invested in. It was a great season and uh, it was just really nice to s- witness in person. the the pure emotion from Candy and Jimbo at the end of the season. And also I was talking to Candy a little bit afterwards and uh, her mother FaceTimed her right in the middle of the conversation. So I got to see Candy's mother (laughs) on a FaceTime, which was very cute. So any final thoughts on the season from you, Jillian?
2: Well, okay. I just want to – we need to dissect one thing the way that you dissected Alexis Michelle's words about <laughs> always remembering LaLa. Did you also take Rue's statement about I might be your biggest <gasps> fan to K- to Candy the way that I did? Yes. Because yes. she's – like just because you're someone's biggest fan doesn't mean they're your favorite, right? Right. I feel right. like everyone was like really calling Rue exactly. out for that. but Yeah.
1: She's no, just I saying she likes too.
2: candy more than anyone else, but yeah, she likes Jimbo a little too. bit better, apparently.
1: Yeah, apparently. Um.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was my, like, favorite season. I really, the fact that Heidi left really kind of killed a lot of the season for me because I just love her and not having her back in those last two episodes really made me notice and miss her. But I think overall, there were a lot of challenges that I I will remember and a lot of moments that I will remember. and. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I, I don't know where we'll end up ranking it, but it's certainly not anywhere near the bottom for me.
1: Yeah, and I think that we'll also see, given the amount of pushback that we got from certain queens and Alexis talking about the format, and I just think this might be indicative of, like, the, we could be witnessing Drag Race history. This might be, I'm sensing it might, could potentially maybe be the last time we see this lipstick format just because it caused mm. so much controversy and it clearly the show has been listening to what fans are saying they brought the fame games in are honoring the eliminated queens on multiple episodes i think we might see all stars evolve after this so we'll see but uh jillian as always thank you for being such a wonderful co-host on this podcast i have enjoyed doing this so much with you since january i cannot believe we've been doing this for seven months since season 15 basically every week us just kikiing about drag race has been so wonderful also thank you to our producer sammy junio who has been listening every single week and uh we like to playfully drag for certain opinions that they might have on drag race but um uh yeah this has just been a wonderful podcast a wonderful way to send this season off and we are doing it appropriately with our people's princess lala Ree. We have an interview with her, the Fame Games winner, coming up next. Jillian, is there anything that you would like to say?
2: No. I might be your biggest fan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And as always,
2: let's say, have a blessed blessed night. night. Has anyone ever listened to this podcast at night?
1: Welcome back to EW's quick drag podcast. And I need you all to sit, get comfortable in your chair, perhaps on a golf cart. Maybe pour yourself a smooth drink, steal some glitter or lipstick from the nearest makeup tray and tuck it into your titty. Do whatever you need to do because we are about to take the ride and immerse ourselves once again as we welcome the woman behind the La La Ri experience. Miss La La Ri, our Fame Games (laughs) winner. How are you? (laughs) Yes. I'm good. How are
0: you, my love?
1: Oh, I am always good when I'm talking to you, Lala. You are just the most incredible. I had so much fun watching you this season. And I just am spent the whole weekend imagining what the Lala Re experience is going to be like (laughs) now that it's sixty thousand dollars richer.
0: Right. Oh, listen, I can only imagine myself just so much money at one time. I don't know what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it? Can you imagine, though, like what is like the first thing that you're going to buy? Have you
0: thought of like anything crazy you're going to buy yet? You know, what? honestly, I have not. <laughs> honestly i have not i'm working so much right now that i don't even have time to even think about buying anything because i am on the road constantly um uh, performing and stuff right now so maybe when i slow down i'll get a chance to think about it but for right now it's in my bank account just sitting there looking lovely and i like the way that it looks so i'm gonna let it sit there for a while
1: <laughs> i love that yes lala financial officer re we love a woman who knows how yes. to make smart moves with her money and not impulsive moves with her money.
0: <laughs> Very bad.
1: <that. laughs> <laughs> I am just, again, congratulations on this season. You did so well. I'm glad that you're booked and busy and you're, you know, on the road and you have so many shows. But I did see somebody online the other day say that if there is an alternate prize to win on Drag Race, Lala Ree is going to win it. <laughs> From like Miss Congeniality to the Golden Boot and now Queen of the Fame <laughs> Games, I think you might have Honestly, I think you might have the most titles in Drag Race history. I don't know if anybody else has won three official titles. So what does it mean to you to be essentially the People's Princess? The People's
0: Princess. Yes. Oh, my God. It is so wild because I do what I do for the fans. I love to entertain for the fans. My art is for the fans. So to be appreciated um, for that and to be voted um, for this award, um, it means a lot to me so i dedicate all of this to them and i thank them so much
1: yeah because it's one thing to see the judges praising you which they did this season too but it's another mm-hmm. thing when the people at home are actively you know they care enough about you to actually vote and everybody had 10 votes and i'm assuming that all 10 a lot of them went directly to lalari <laughs> <Reed. laughs>
0: yeah man, i really really appreciate that it's still it's still um a moment i'm trying to soak in it is so surreal um and my heart is just so full and like all of the love i still feel the love even after the fact like people are still messaging me still you know leaving um praising me on my um mm-hmm. instagram and social media um so it's still an amazing thing so shout out to the fan
1: <laughs> what did what did you do when you were watching and you found out like for the first time that you had won what was the first thing you did or the first thing that ran through your mind
0: well, you know, I didn't even get a chance to watch it before people were was already texting my phone and calling <laughs> me <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning while I was asleep. I'm waking up to these texts. congratulations, Queen of the Fang Game. So I didn't really get a chance to like have that moment to see it first before I found out. But when I finally saw it, like I smiled so big, I was like, I kept rewinding, rewinding the um the the the, the uh the TV. I was like, did she really just say La La You know, did did she really just say me? I won a fan game. Like, it was just so wild. Like, that Mm -hmm. whole entire day was just crazy. Damn. (laughs) Oh,
1: I imagine it was. And I do want to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, But I want to know first, since you said your phone was sort of blowing up, was there, do you have like a particularly memorable like text or phone call or social media message you've gotten from another Rue girl after the fame games win?
0: Oh, my God. Well, let me see. Oh, my best friend um texted me and was like, um, Hey, can I have five dollars Because you know her five dollars thing. <laughs> and she's like, Can I have five dollars? Um, because I know you have it. I know you have it. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she was like, Congratulations to Queen of Fame games. <laughs> so now you're the bank. Right, I'm the bank. Right. I'm the La, La Re bank, honey. I'm the La 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 Re experience bank. to the bank of Lala La Re, Yes, honey. <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> national monuments
1: will be erected um so i was you know i i on this episode i think i was predicting that it would have been between you and jessica um yes. for the fame games win um before yeah. the twist i thought that that's what it was going to be um the, mm-hmm. but then you got three times the votes thanks to your amazing performance in Thank the you. variety show it was like very Beyonce very Sierra like i just it was so good but Thank this you. as we saw was a very very opinionated group of gals on this season mm-hmm. so were there any of your eliminated sisters who maybe weren't happy about the fact that you and james were getting the multiplied votes like did anybody vocalize that
0: well i'm sure some girls felt <laughs> some type of way <laughs> um, but for the most girl for the most part the girls like uh, i'll speak for myself the girls really really supported me um they have been texting me, messaging me, the ones that don't have my number. <laughs> um,
1: oh, my God. Wait, somebody doesn't have your number?
0: Lola? <laughs> well, we're not going to talk, talk about that. You can't give out a number to everybody, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but, no, the girls have been very supportive of me, uh, and I really appreciate them. I mean, even though it was a competition for us all, they really did support me um, all the way to the end, and even now still. So, I Good. haven't felt like anybody was like... Jealous, even if they are, they haven't shown it. Um, because of course we all want to win. Um, but yeah, for the most part, all the girls have been very supportive. Mm -hmm. Good, Uh,
1: good, good, good. Um, can you take me back to preparing for this talent show episode? Like, was that always the plan for you to do this dance number, or did you maybe have something else planned for that at any point?
0: No. Okay. So yeah, I always knew that even before I got on All Stars, I was like, if I ever go back and we have a talent show, I'm going to do an original song. Um, so I always knew I wanted to do an original song, um, and it was like you have like a certain amount of money to use. I was like, "Well, girl, if that's the case, I'm going to use a little turntable thing, yes. put my name somewhere on there, have a fan blower, and all the blah blah dancers." So I always knew that I wanted to do some type of dance production. Um, I choreographed the entire thing myself, um, and, just, and from the lighting to the placement of the the turntable thing, the like I had full control they allowed me to have full control of my entire tennis show set so that's i was wonderful. in my bsa my yes. bsa Virgo mode <laughs>
1: you absolutely were i really loved the turntable i mean the whole thing was great but then when you jumped onto that turntable i was like okay it's over it's just that's, yes that's the winner right there the turntable <laughs> was everything did you have any difficulties preparing with the turntable
0: <laughs> oh yes listen okay mm, that was my first <laughs> time ever on something like that so We were rehearsing and I was slipping. I was falling all over the place. Like it was, it was dangerous. And then it was like, they were trying to control the speed and it was too fast sometimes. So I'm like all over the place and heels. It was a mess. Okay. But we got it and thank God it came out right because I was nervous the entire time
1: oh my god wait i didn't realize that there are like speed settings on those things how fast was it going
0: yes it can go super fast like super duper fast um so you can tell them how to control the speed or whatever but it can it can get there it's turbo turbo mode
1: (laughs) that okay so the the turntable is sometimes possessed by a demon um that's what
0: (laughs) i'm getting (laughs) yes very that
1: Well, was there, and I, I asked Candy this question last week, too. She gave a really interesting answer. So I'm wondering if there was anything that you had planned to do on All Stars, whether it was like a lip sync gag or an outfit or anything that you had gone into the season thinking like, I'm going to do this. I'm prepared to do this. But then you ended up either not doing, whether it was for time or any other reason.
0: I did. Okay. So everybody was kept wondering why she didn't do a bag something bad. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. So I did plan on doing a bag moment. Um, actually twice. So my <laughs> opening, right, let me give you the see <laughs> So my, um, my opening, the first day look, when you first walk into the main room, um, that was supposed to be a homage to the back look. However, the designer, he did not finish it in time. And, um, when it, cause it got shipped to me while I was already there, when it got shipped to me, it was just complete, Chaos, a complete oh, mess. It was like no. worse than the look that I made. I was like, "Well, girl, I cannot wear this on the first day." Like, no. Yeah. So for the um, oh my god, what was it? The re- what was it? The reveals? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the reveal, uh, runway. Yeah. Um, I was going to do. I was going to come out of, of out of a gift bag, have a gift bag moment. <gasps> that didn't get constructed the correct way either. So that's how I came out and did the little spinning thing, whatever I did. But yeah, oh I had god. two back looks planned for the season that unfortunately oh. never happened <laughs> look at this see I'm thinking back to all these other times
1: that I have now asked you about if you were doing a bag look and you probably wanted to say it so bad just... <laughs> I wanted
0: to say it's so bad yeah
1: <laughs> but now oh, I can't <laughs> yes well thank you for sharing that with me I am do Do you have plans to maybe finish those looks with a different designer since they sort of didn't come together and maybe do them in the future
0: no because I think that now that the all-star a lot of rehabs, created so many new moments and new memories yeah. that I think that the back look it, it has run its course now. I mean it will always live on forever, but I think it's just gonna stay where it's at and just, you know, stay stay put. <laughs> so so you burned them. You you burned them.
1: Yeah, I burned them. They're gone. They're done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, looks. Yeah, I love the new era of La La Re. You have so much that you've accomplished this season. So I'm very much looking forward to the new era. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about this moment that also had people talking on the talent show episode. I mean, Alexis was shown apologizing to you in the workroom. Mm -hmm. So I know we talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago, but how did you feel about that apology and her saying that she took responsibility for your elimination? And do you think people are maybe being too hard on her?
0: Yeah, um, I really, really appreciate her for that. Um, You know, being a bigger person. um, It's a competition at the end of the day. So, I mean, get get your best competition out of whatever to win. But, you know, I do thank her for that. And I feel like people, they can calm down. Okay. It's time for us to move on. Um, we're in a great place i love alexis that's still my sister we will never date let me put that out there <laughs> We <would never laughs> you knew date. that was going to be my next question you knew it right. you knew it <laughs> we would never date but that is my sister i love her and i will continue to support her in all her endeavor but i wish her nothing but the best
1: yes how amazing okay. did she look on that final runway too oh my god
0: and she did a homage moment to vita from um too food and I absolutely yeah. loved that movie and that gown was just actually my favorite gown of the night I'm sorry it, that was it, my absolute favorite gown.
1: <laughs> it took my breath away it absolutely took my yeah. breath away you Kahana Alexis oh, like just oh, absolutely yeah. mouth on the floor thank you mm-hmm. Kahana yes oh the body Ooh, yes <laughs> yes yes um so then we get to the finale And Mm -hmm. I was so glad it was really I I mean, I've been saying all season on this podcast how much I love all stars eight because of this cast. And I was so glad that we got to see everybody. You know, it's like usually on Drag Race when the queens get eliminated, it's kind of like they have their moment and then we don't really see them again unless they return to the competition. But you were all on so many episodes this season, even after you were eliminated. I loved seeing you all come back and sing the song with Jimbo and Candy. So uh, I'm wondering, you did say a little bit earlier that there was some maybe chaos going on. So what is like the best or funniest thing that happened on the set that day while you were all filming that number?
0: Oh my God! What did not happen? Um, <laughs> us trying to figure out one of the things I do mean was us trying to figure out who was going to be the lead um, vocalist for the 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 choir, the part that Kahana did. <laughs> it was so many girls that wanted to do that part, and I was like, None of you girls are Christians for real. Um, so why? <laughs> <laughs> so why do you want this? But no, uh, that was a really really fun day. It was amazing uh, for all of us to be back. Uh, shout out to Heidi; she wasn't there, but we all love her and her spirit and. Her presence yeah. was still there. Um, but it was amazing to just come back together because at the end of the day we're all family, we're all sisters we all went through something that nobody else has went through together. So that was a beautiful moment. And to witness um the crowning of Jimbo um in person was a beautiful thing too. So I yeah. love that 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 day of filming. It was a really nice
1: day, and so so the part that Kahana did though, I'm I know this is a trigger word for All Stars Eight, but were there auditions to, to figure out who was going to do that?
0: I don't think we necessarily had auditions. I don't remember auditions per se, but there were a lot of girls that wanted that part. I don't know if it was because they wanted more TV time or what, but I was gave them a side. I was like, "Girl, what type of Holy Ghost you got inside of you, girl?" <laughs> Not the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Um, so we do also see then when they Rue says the fame games winner on stage, we see your reaction. So I mean, they obviously like there was some sort of element of this that was filmed months prior to the vote happening. So who had the best like pre-filmed reaction to the fame games out of all of you besides yourself?
0: Oh my God. Let me think. Oh, there were so many that happened at one time. It's like, oh my God, I can't remember um i think jessica had a really good one i don't remember i think she said something in spanish or something like that and i just love when she talks in spanish um but i think jessica had a really good one and i believe that kahana also had a um a really good um crowning thing yeah (laughs) everybody was i think everybody just did it in in such a fun light um it was was the funniest crownings i've ever seen in my life like girl what (laughs) yeah
1: yeah because i'm i'm watching this and i'm thinking like oh my gosh they made everybody do it yeah everybody has to. <laughs> well i'm very pleased with the outcome um and you know i cannot get enough of the lala re-experience so i'm wondering um yes she is the people's princess she now has three titles but would you ever rule out competing on like a versus the world or a global all-stars or anything like that coming up
0: oh any chance that i get to be on drag race i am going to take it i absolutely love drag race. I love the drag race family. So any chance that I get to be on the TV, hey, I'm taking it. So yeah. watch out. You never know. Good, <laughs> good, good. So what
1: is coming down the
0: pipeline for the La La Re- Experience? What do you have lined up? Oh, yeah. So shows, tours. I am going to be in the UK. Uh, well, actually, I go to London tomorrow. Wow. But I, yeah. But I fly back to America to do a five city tour. And then I fly back to Europe to do or um, tour over there. Um, oh, music, new music is out. Um, more content is coming. Um, oh, that's a lot. It's just like meeting all the people who voted for me to be the fan. The fan? <laughs> the fame gang queen. Um, I will be going to the Philippines, I think, in September for the first time. I'm super oh, excited cool. about that. And it's a quite a few of us on that particular show that I am super excited about. Um, I have a tour in Australia. I'm in December, with um a few of my favorites like Alyssa Edwards, um, and Nina West, and I think Coco Jumbo from Australia down under. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's just so much I can't keep up. I'm literally booked up until next year. Um, so wow. I'm super excited. Yes.
1: That's great, Lala. I mean, she is uh, she is global. The Lala Re Experience is global, is what I am getting. You've got these tours all over the world, these shows all over the world. I am so happy to see it. The last thing I will ask you is: the last time we talked, you did promise that some more Sherry Coleman content was coming. Yes. Is there any update on that? When can we expect it?
0: Yes, it is coming. Um, you know, working out the logistics. So I, I don't actually have the release date now because some things that go, you know, into you know whatever um but yeah we're 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 gonna get that out there
1: <laughs> great well yeah. driven like a golf cart straight to my heart i cannot wait yes. to see that and everything else that you do lala you are exquisite and i have enjoyed getting to know you and like getting to talk to you these past few weeks and i just i wish you all the best and
0: everything after all stars eight thank you so much joe this is the most we've ever talked so at this point we go together <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we really love her. Talk so much.
1: <laughs> I have to watch my back. Alexis is um is now right. that I have right. talked to you so much. Um, well Lala again, thank you for your time today and best of luck to you. Thank you so
0: much, Joey. We have a good one.
1: Quick Drag is hosted and produced by Joey Nolte and Jillian Cedarholm, produced and edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.
0: This weather. Cloudy weather. Ooh. I love this podcast. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock.